0: Good morning, Blog Talk listeners and fans of the Legally Still Show. This is your host, SC e. Day, at you again this weekend, this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Um, I hope you have big plans to enjoy the sun and fun, and please click it, or you will get a ticket. So keep that in mind as you go out and party. Do not drink and drive. I'd like to have you on the show later, okay? Keep that in mind. Listen. Again, I'm glad to be here with you. I may sound a little stuffy this morning. Sinuses are kicking me in the back of the neck right now. I'm surprised I have a voice, but that's the grace of God and a little green tea uh i'm good I'm good this morning well listen i this show has been this show has been on the air for about ten months now, and we hit. A milestone this week. This has really been an, a a really eventful week for me and the Legally Steal show. But we hit a milestone this week of twenty thousand listens. We've had twenty thousand listens since the since the show went live, and I thank you. I thank you dearly for that. Now we want to turn that into a hundred thousand listens. We want to push the show to another level, and I can tell you that we are moving in that direction, and I am enjoying every minute of it. I have a good show for you today. I told you I've been promising you for months and months and months of doing a show, doing an interview with the gentleman that I talked about so much from the credit side of the house and building your personal credit and building your business credit. Well, Yesterday I had the opportunity to interview him live, and I have that recording coming up for you, and it's about thirty minutes long. But I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, stick around; you will not be disappointed to what in what you're going to hear. Um, so for that time frame of the interview, you can still call in three four seven six three seven one zero zero eight. And I can get you live on the air, but we'll talk in the screen room while the recording is going on. Any questions you may have, and later after the show is over, uh, make sure you visit the blog at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital L, capital S, capital S, blog. That's bit.ly slash L-S-S blog. Take a look. Click on it. What I like about this guy and his company, it's no pressure, um, but he works with you, and I can tell you that the legally still show and myself are clients of this man's company. I believe in what he does, and you know, I will not bring you anything that I don't test out myself or believe in myself. Uh, again, it's all about issues that matter most to your wallet. So, I'm gonna get the, the get the show started. And let you listen in, but if you have pens and pads, take you some notes. Um, when they, When we had the interview, he actually stomped me on a couple of things because you hear me every weekend protesting that I'm a learned guy. Well, the thing that I realized yesterday during my interview is I have to keep learning because things constantly change. And as they change, more information is out there that's available to us and that's my job. I'm gonna bring it to you. So listen in to the interview and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, again, this is S.E. Day. I have uh, a special guest on the line today. Um, we're gonna to be doing an interview about credit. Now you've been hearing me talk about credit for the last four months and how to build credit for your business, also to get your personal credit in order. Well, I have found a gentleman, I've been telling you about him, his name is Mr. Heath Kellerman. He's with a company called Business Credit Masters, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Business Credit Masters does, how can it affect you, the individual, and more importantly, what can it do for your business? Uh, welcome, Heath, I'm glad to have you on the show.
1: Oh, well, Thank you, I'm glad to be here.
0: Good, good. If you would, tell us a little bit about business credit. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about business credit masters.
1: Okay. Well, again, my name's Heath Kellerman. I'm the owner of Business Credit Master based out of Arvada, Colorado. Um, I've been in the credit business since about 1999. I started off as a big, bad bill collector for Citibank. And, <laughs> so, and, I, and I really um, didn't enjoy that line of work. I understand that there is a a need to collect on on negative accounts. And as a result of that that type of work, I learned a lot of the ins and the outs about consumer credit, a lot of the misnomers, uh, the things that are true, the things that aren't true. And there's just so much misinformation out there that it became pretty clear pretty quickly that consumers at large needed to have a better idea uh, about how their personal credit works and and try and spin it into a, a something that will help them instead of a liability like it is for so many folks. And obviously, you know, business credit is something that I got into um, at the same time as as getting into the personal credit repair process. Uh, I started off helping mortgage companies help their consumers that they were turning down for mortgage loans, get their scores back up to par so they could get into houses and get into cars that they couldn't buy otherwise. Okay. The business credit process is designed around corporations or LLCs because they're their own own entity. They're just like a person. They have their own social, which is the tax ID number. They have their own name, just like you've got your own name. They've got their own date of birth. As a result, you can establish and build credit for that corporation separate to the ownership. So that's so, something that that I started okay. integrating into our program as well.
0: Okay, stop before you go too far on that. I want, I want I want to ask a question. Now you're saying that in setting up a corporation or an LLC, it in essence becomes an artificial entity or an artificial person, correct?
1: Yeah, I think that's the easiest way to understand it. It's its own entity. Um, the, as far it, it can bind its own contracts. I explain it to folks as it's just like a person, okay. so that, that gives you the ability to have that separation, and you know, anybody that understands corporations and LLCs, the initial concept is to limit your personal liability.
0: Okay, exactly. Well, let me ask, um, I've been a small business owner or an entrepreneur since 1998, and in my years of being an entrepreneur, I've only run across one company that did something similar to what you're doing, and, of course, they're not around anymore. I don't know why for what reason, but I do know that in what your company does, by the way, audience, I am a client of Business Credit Masters. Remember, I only bring you things that I believe in and things that I can attest to, I'm a client of Business Credit Masters and I like what they're doing for me so I'm bringing him on because I know he can do his company can do the same thing for you. But now, that was a little sidebar, but these companies you don't find this information in in the SBA, the Small Business Administration and most of the times when you go to set up a company, no one is telling you how to build credit for your business. Am I am I off on that?
1: No, that's correct. I mean, th- there is some information out there on the internet per se, but a lot of it's misinformation. So when we're talking about the right concept, the right ideas, mm-hmm. you know, nobody told you, nobody ever told you through high school how to establish or build your personal credit, did they?
0: No, no one did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, you know, if they're not going to tell the people, they're not going to tell the, the, the businesses, you know, there there are things through the SBA that are definitely good things for business owners, but um, the concepts around limiting your liability need to extend from just the idea of incorporating into the the arena of credit. And when you use a personal guarantee, when you use your social or your personal credit to guarantee the, the debts for a business, you're breaking down that liability wall. You're pretty much throwing out the window the concept of limiting your liability. You see what I'm saying?
0: Oh, oh yeah, I do. I do. Um and you're right, no one ever told me, I didn't think of it like that, but no one ever told me about personal credit. I really didn't learn about personal credit myself until I was like uh, a sophomore in college when I realized yeah, it's, it's that. it's a school of hard knocks, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I can tell you, and most of the listeners will know, that once that credit starts on a downslide, you really don't know what to do. Now, in and, and, and credit to the industry, or credit to credit itself. This is something that an individual can do as far as, as far as their personal credit. This is something that they can do themselves, correct?
1: Yeah, as far as as far as cleaning up your personal credit, there's a federal statute, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, uh right. the FDCPA, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. And what it does is it lays out a guideline. It lays out a step by step guideline on how to clean up your credit. Uh, in reference to erroneous or inaccurate information, um, the issue is that when you, if you go to court today and you're not an attorney, sometimes they'll throw the book at you. And yeah. The same thing is true here. If you go to the credit bureaus and you don't do it the right way, you don't say the right things, you don't cite the right portions of the law, Absolutely. they just put you on. They put you on ignore.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I put it out to the audience like this. Uh, attorneys don't represent themselves. Doctors don't operate on themselves. And when it comes to business credit or personal credit, if you don't know, and, and this is you know repeating what you're saying, if you don't know what you're doing or know what to say, I advise letting somebody else, a professional like Business Credit Masters, take a look at it and do that work for you. Because I can tell you, I've I've done my own credit repair in the past or credit enhancement, sure. whatever you want to call it. And it's a tedious process,
1: and that's you know that's very true. And I'd, I'd have to say about thirty percent of the clients that come on board with us have already tried in some form uh, to repair their own credit. And you got to remember, there's three credit bureaus, yeah. there's lots of different creditors, and there's yeah. when you look at your credit report, not everything is on all three bureaus. So keeping all that square is difficult.
0: Yeah, also, it is
1: credit bureaus respond to you if you're taking care of your own if your own credit repair, they say that they verified something, what are you going to do now? And that's that's where people get stuck. So they'll they'll get a month or so into the process and they don't know where to zig and where to zag in order to actually get rid of this stuff. Right. There's there's a you know, there's lots of different credit repair companies out there that'll send a cookie cutter letter out for you, but that's not necessarily effective. Exactly.
0: What you have to do is
1: you have to hit the credit bureaus, you have to hit the original creditors and the collection agencies And in some cases, courthouses, when we're dealing with tax liens or judgments, bankruptcies, things like that. Right. But the federal laws are written in the consumer's favor, but they have to be used in the consumer's favor the right way, otherwise they get used against
0: you. Absolutely. Yeah, they'll write it in your favor, but they don't necessarily tell you exactly how to do it and everything you need to know to do it. Sure. Well, listen, something about your program that was very intriguing to me and I've kind of mentioned this before on, on on previous shows, is that you do something a little different. Not only are you enhancing or building the company's credit, but for the same program, you will also do something for the individual's credit as well, right?
1: Well, most of the folks that, that will come to me are coming to me for corporate credit without a personal guarantee as a result of some kind of challenge on their personal credit. Okay. So the original concept, the initial concept is to start building the business credit without using a personal guarantee by using vendor trade accounts, corporate gas cards, Visa, Mastercard accounts, etc. Okay. There's a there's a limit to how much corporate credit you can establish and how much you can get without using financial statements or a personal guarantee. So while hmm. we're building the business credit profile, we also want to take a look at the personal credit. We take a look at all three credit reports. Anything that's negative, collections, charge-offs, bankruptcies, unpaid medical bills, utility bills. I want to address all of those and have those fixed over time as well, so that when you get into a much larger purchase for your business, you know, if you call me up and you tell me you need $5 million, you better have a personal guarantee to use. <laughs> and you better have okay. a real strong corporate credit profile as well. Okay. So it's designed around the real expansions for, for small and mid-sized businesses. Mm-hmm. And once you get over 150, 250,000, you're going to have to start showing income statements, tax statements that can prove that you can repay a loan that size. Wow. Or or if you have the ability to personally guarantee it, you can still get around that. We don't, you know, we don't want you to get in over your head per se. Absolutely. But if you have an if you have an opportunity to expand your business in a big way, if you have a strong corporate credit profile and a strong business a strong personal credit profile, that gives you a lot more borrowing power than just one or the other.
0: Okay, okay. So you will say that most of the most of the individuals, let's say we starting out, um small business, maybe a mon pop shop as we call it, uh, that may not need a million dollar line of credit. Right. You you can work with them on that to build their credit up but as they grow and let's say they bring on employees and they start expanding their business to say you know regional or nationally your 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 program can also help them out in that arena as well
1: that's that's a fact and the you know that's one that's one aspect of it there's another aspect for a business owner uh when you take a look at how you transact money with a client like in a retail store setting or a service industry setting in order to take credit cards, you have mm-hmm. to have a merchant account, right? Exactly. In order to get a merchant account, you have to use a personal guarantee. Yes. So so we, even even if you're not looking for millions of dollars, you still have to have some kind of backing so you can transact with your customers outside of your business credit.
0: Absolutely. And I can tell you that uh, being a business owner, I've owned several companies and you know, basically what he is saying is and he's absolutely right. I've had to be a personal guarantor for my company when I wanted to do merchant services. That's you know, basically bring in a credit card machine and be able to accept credit card payments from my customers. And the first thing they wanted to look at was my personal credit. Well if my personal credit wasn't that strong, then chances are I was gonna either have to buy the equipment and they were gonna charge me higher points or higher rate because my personal credit wasn't strong. Right.
1: Yeah, Your your personal credit costs you money one way or the other, or it can save you a lot of money one way or the other. So in that in that particular scenario, just like you said, your fees are directly tied. The, the amount that you pay per transaction, the amount of money that comes out of the money that you should be collecting from your customer is directly related to your personal credit.
0: Absolutely. So
1: the better your personal credit is, the more money you're going to get to keep. Now, you're always going to have some kind of fee with a merchant account. But the lower the better, obviously.
0: Exactly. And I
1: don't know I don't know of any business that still takes checks. Um, with the exception <laughs> of maybe electronic checks through Walmart or right. through uh, Sam's Club. Right. But if you can't take credit cards, you're on a cash only type of business and that's not good for you.
0: No, you pretty much can run yourself <laughs> out of this. So right. So it's, it's
1: it's it's two sided. You know, you wanna you when we when we look at why we're addressing the personal credit, it's for larger expansion. It's for merchant account service. It's for anything where you still have to use a personal guarantee in any kind of a corporate setting. The okay. the the bigger idea is to keep your social out of the mix on as many different business transactions as you can. But there's a limit to how far you can get by by going that route. So Absolutely. in the scenarios where you have to use your personal credit, you want to have a strong personal credit profile so that you're you know you're profitable.
0: It's, well, it's all just. Go ahead. Let me ask you this: When you say a, a strong credit personal profile, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about this on the show, and we've talked of you know where the range of the scores on your FICO, mm-hmm. your Beacon score, they go you know three fifty to eight fifty, some nine hundred. Where do you where would where would you like to have that your customer on their personal score, and then tell me a little bit about the the score for your business.
1: Well, the, when we're talking about personal, there's one thing that consumers need to know, that everybody needs to know about what's happening with the industry right now. We've all heard of the FICO model. Everybody's right. heard of the FICO model. Everybody's familiar with the basic score range. There's a new model being used called the Vantage Scoring System.
0: I've that heard something about that.
1: It's, it's rolling out real fast. It's been over the last few years. The, the banks and the creditors are still shifting over, but the bureaus are already using the Vantage Scoring System. The Vantage oh. Scoring System has a range that goes all the way up to 900, and it has a letter grade affiliated ABCD along with the credit score. So it's no longer just a number. It's a number and a letter grade, and it's, it's tied together in your payment history, in the diversity of credit accounts on your, on your profile, now I've been doing this since '99. The folks mm-hmm. that I see that have 750s and 800s on the FICO model, mm-hmm. they don't just—they don't just have one or two accounts. They've got a mortgage that's in good standing. They've got a vehicle that's in good standing. They've got one or two, or maybe three, credit cards with nice high credit limits, and they're not not high on usage—30, 40 right. percent on their usage. Uh, they've got a retail store card. They've got a gas card, and that mm-hmm. diversity along with the payment history, is really what creates a, a, a real solid profile outside of just the number.
0: Exactly. So when,
1: when we address personal credit repair, it's not just looking at what's bad. You want to look at what's helping you, too, because about 30% of your score comes from the last six months' worth of payment history. Wow. So if you got out of high school, you got into college, and everything charged off, you've got a big job ahead of you. You've got to get rid of a lot of those negative accounts and then start reestablishing as well. <coughs> Okay. And that seems that seems to be a boat that folks miss on the credit repair aspect is it's you wanna you wanna take a look at both the negatives and the positives and fill in any holes on the positives with new no approvals. See. Well
0: I've heard this and, and see if you can address this for me. I've heard that if you have let's say you haven't done any credit activity in the past, say three years, and you had some negative stuff that the older the stuff is on your credit report, the less weight it has on you. Is that true?
1: Well, the general rule of thumb with credit is the older the better and the lower balance the better. Okay. So as, as items age, they do have less weight. Now, there's also the 7- to 10-year time frame that folks think applies to negative credit, and it really doesn't. Um, negative oh. credit can be updated by bureaus or by creditors or by collectors as often as they want to. And as a result, it restarts that 7- to 10-year clock. Now, positive credit is the other way around. If you have a car loan and you pay it off,
0: 7- uh-huh. to
1: 10 years later, that's going to fall off of there. It's just going to disappear like it never happened. Wow! It doesn't seem, I've seen 10- and 15- and 20-year-old bankruptcies that are still on there that folks assumed were gone, but they had never checked to see.
0: Now, and that's just because they ma- kept
1: getting updated.
0: But business credit masters can work on something like that, Correct.
1: Because of the Fair Credit Reporting Act and the FDCPA, those items can legally be removed.
0: Oh, well, audience, I mean, there it is. You hear it. Um, Okay, we can talk credit all day long, but if you would, about business credit masters, what type of time limit do you normally work with as far as getting things corrected?
1: Uh, okay, well, when we're when we're looking at personal credit, the time frame is always going to vary from one client to the next. Right. Some, some folks will be done in two or three months, other folks four or five months, six months, other folks mm-hmm. a year. Okay. Um, I very seldom have somebody go beyond a year. That's mm-hmm. in a situation where there's 30 negative items from a bankruptcy that we just, you know, we get a whole bunch of them off, but there's just a couple that linger. So right. the first thing we want to do is we want to take a look at the credit report. When we look at the reports, before we bring somebody on board, it's going to tell us what status each account is in, how active the collectors are going after that money, what size, of, what size the account is as far as how much it is, how old it is, and that will help us determine a, a general time frame for a client to expect. Okay. So I'm not going to tell anybody any kind of type of time frame for their personal credit until they give me a credit report to look at.
0: Exactly. Exactly. No, understand. Understand. Mm-hmm. Well, what about business as far as building hey, love. The, building the business credit? The
1: the business yes, credit process, like um, both still, uh, yeah, process.
0: Both of them are still is a process of
1: timing and and getting applications approved yeah. by fulfilling each piece of the lending criteria. Okay. So you start yeah. off with a corporation or an LLC has to have an active and a valid tax ID number. Mm-hmm. Has to have a business checking account. Has to have a phone number. Uh, it could be a home-based business. It. it could be at a commercial location. It just can't be out of a PO box.
0: Okay. The,
1: f- the first yeah, step is yeah, to do some I background bet. work to make sure the corporation or LLC is in good standing with the Secretary of State.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The next step is to either get a Duns number issued through Dun and Bradstreet, or a lot of existing corporations already have one and they don't know it. Right. So we'll locate that information. The next step is to take a look at the Experian smart business report site to see if that corporation or LLC has an existing file with Experian. Okay. If not, if not, then we want to get one established. Now, the reason that we're doing this background work is that if I get you a credit account to start using, but you don't have a DUNS number, that
0: mm-hmm. information
1: gets reported into a black hole.
0: It's Absolutely. never going to help you. It's never going <laughs> to land anywhere. Absolutely. Not good. So, no, that's not good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, The business credit scores range from 0 to 100, and that's Mm -hmm. true for Dun & Bradstreet, Experian, Equifax, Small Business. There's three main credit bureaus that we focus on for business credit. The most important is Dun & Bradstreet. Second is Experian. Third is Equifax. Okay. They're rated that way because of the number of banks that use each as far as uh, credit decision is concerned. The number one source is Dun & Bradstreet. The number two source is, is Experian. I'm and sure. I can name. There's probably okay. three or four you, banks. Period.
0: They use Equifax. Right. So Equifax is the least important. So once we make sure wow. that the Dun and Bradstreet file is in place, that the
1: Experian file is in place, you're going to start off with really easy accounts, net thirty billing accounts, to get you off the ground, to get you some base credit history. Okay. So those net thirty account, net thirty billing accounts are designed okay. where you basically place an order with a the company, okay. they ship you out some merchandise, you make a payment
0: to them. They report that information on your yeah. credit profile.
1: We use that base credit history to start moving into the revolving accounts, the more valuable accounts.
0: Okay. So okay. from there, you
1: get into office supply accounts that are revolving, where you could charge 100 hundred, hundred and fifty $150 on a card, either going through their store, going through their website, calling it in over the phone. You pay them 20 $30 okay. a month. That's going to give you okay. the payment history that you need in order to keep on going into the next set of more valuable accounts. Okay. So... The idea is to put each piece in place, and the lending criteria is the hardest thing to to nail down, especially if you're trying to fly blind on this. In other words, yeah. you cannot get a yeah. Visa or a MasterCard account without a personal guarantee for your corporation unless you have at least seven revolving trade okay. lines reporting through Dun & Bradstreet and Experian.
0: Wow. See, this is stuff that no one ever tells you.
1: Right. That's that's what I'm saying. They're not going to tell you what their lending criteria right. is. That's what we've worked out over the years. Yeah. What it takes, when it takes,
0: what the right time is to time out each application. Oh, it, okay. Taking um, my ass. I'm actually so on the radio right now. So when people get these credit card offers, no, no, that will have their name on yeah, it I'm in their the business show, name on I'm on neat mm-hmm. because I did a. They're basically looking you to use come. your personal social security number. Yeah, because you have built.
1: I did right. You'll never get a pre-approval the in the board. mail that doesn't ask you for your social. No.
0: Never. Okay. Never, okay. ever, ever. Oh. And they're, they're always going to tie it
1: into your personal credit. Now, that's oh. that's okay if you have great personal so credit.
0: What. Uh-huh. Um, oh, the except,
1: series, if you don't Really look at it for what it's worth.
0: What you're going to have is an account that does not report to your business
1: credit or your personal credit unless you go negative.
0: So when you have a
1: personally guaranteed Visa
0: or or MasterCard account, nobody knows
1: about it except you and the bank,
0: unless you miss. If you miss, they're going to ding your personal credit, they're going to ding your business credit, but at the same time, they're
1: not going to benefit your personal credit in any way, shape, or form for having that business account. So if you know, I it's a ghost it's trade
0: like, line. Credit, for some yeah. people, that's what. For some Where people, are, that's, that's what they want. For other
1: folks that are that are looking to build their business credit, that's not the best if
0: way I to go. Well, he, well, I'm listen, what nah, i there. Pretty what pretty I'm going to say ahead. is, when you say for some he people that's what they have, want, it, oh, I'm going to beg differ. the difference For some people, they don't know the difference. Great and like I used to, I would get offers in the mail for me and my name on it and my business name on it. And I well, thought that because I had personal got credit. The uh, can and and I thought that know. by getting this credit card it's gonna build my business credit we where you have a credit to, to everybody. I even and got real wise the with it. Of the I was a real estate and investor at one time and I would take the type of strategy large amounts of money to the, the bank. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I would open up they a certificate have certificate of deposits and borrow money yep. against my money. They only they only build my business credit, and then I come to find it's out that out. So uh, this certain bank, bank, Bank of America, America get those books only report it, I'm ready to a Bank over. of America. <laughs> right, so, that that people,
1: tactic yeah. that tactic is about ten years old.
0: And was yeah, exactly. It, it, I'm yeah, and, and the other
1: thing that I think folks should, should be aware out. of
0: um, is the, the really concept of this shelf corporations out. or seasoned corporations. Okay, so that's just outdated information. And everything, it out is, everything is true out. in the '80s and the but '90s. Honey, if you the purchased or
1: acquired a corporation an LLC, LLC that's a couple years old, at least you've got better borrowing power. power. Good. But okay. That's no longer true. So Do that happens so now so so frequently did that happen that Dun & Bradstreet caught on to the point, and each time management changes, they they update that credit report
0: well, to basically yeah, negate any previous I'm history you, I'm, I'm before at all the, right. the, the new ownership took control. That's the reason I want to know, wow. you know If you, bought, is,
1: if you buy a shelf corporation ownership. today,
0: uh-huh. it's because just as valuable
1: as if you filed
0: that's a new corporation I to know today. Wow. So so things to watch what, out for. It's, it's, it's just what, misinformation that's out there. But that's good information to know because... <laughs> Ten years ago, that's what mm-hmm. I was doing. I would actually, right. I had several Listen. corporations, and I actually sold some of my corporations because I didn't use them, and they right. had years right. on them. Well, so basically, you the you're telling like me that by you're my right. company yeah. starting Garland. with you, who's fairly you, with who you, you versus someone who bought a shelf corporation, you're just, you're just, we're pretty much in the exactly. same boat. You just made that's, that's a fact, opinion. and again, that's you know that wasn't
1: true in the eighties so, and the
0: nineties, but this is twenty eleven. Here in twenty eleven, that's, that's what's true. I got a couple of things to do. What so, are you about? <laughs> <laughs> wow, the things
1: change. Things change, and I've watched things change okay. over the years. And those types of changes to to are the reason why it's so hard to sift through some of the information that's out there. There's, okay. you know, I've seen over and over again uh, gurus, so to speak, telling people to file their corporation out of a PO box or a UPS store. Right. There's no, no creditor is going to send you a credit card to a UPS store. I can what very easily point. look up on USPS and see that that's what's called a mail drop address. Wow. Don't do it. Use your home address. It's not going to kill you. Use yeah. your home address. Use your, your commercial, commercial location. Don't bother with a virtual office. Don't bother I, with the
0: UPS store or our mailboxes, et cetera. It won't help I, you. I, know I can tell you, in as much as I you know you're actually not. working on a company's credit or an individual's credit, you're actually giving really good information to the audience because everything that you talked about was stuff that I used to hear and I used to preach yep. to people. So now and it so wasn't got- it
1: wasn't wrong though. It wasn't wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things just change. Things just just change. So but that information stays out there. Wow. And until and and if you're not set up the right way, you're just going to step on your
0: own toes. And that's not necessary, not when a company like Business Credit Masters is in existence to actually help you alleviate that problem. Well, well, listen, listen let me ask you this because and just all of the information that you're putting out. This sounds like a person can't afford it, or a business you know, can't afford it.
1: <laughs> you know, you know. When we when we started this conversation, you were talking about a company a company that you knew about that's now gone. There there's quite a few different companies that offer um, a business credit program. Most mm-hmm. of them are quite expensive. That's true. Uh, what I've realized over the years is that it makes a lot more sense. Um, to offer a program that's a pay-as-you-go type of program that's something that a brand-new business that's not in the black, you know, they're just starting out, can't afford right. to do. And that's that's really the way that we've structured our price points is so that anybody getting into business, even if they're working full-time right now mm-hmm. and, or, or a part-time job right now and they're looking to work part-time on their corporate or their LLC project, can be able to afford something like this without without having that's to mortgage really. the house. Wow so that's you know that's the way that it's designed, and it's it's a pay as you go program it's a monthly program
0: now are so you that locked, each month are, you
1: get what you're supposed to get
0: are you locked into like a a lengthy contract that it you have to pay it for twenty four months
1: no we didn't we didn't put that in the contract um, not all businesses make it, and right. there's no reason to take somebody that's that's Got a, a great idea, but it just doesn't make it and turn that into a collection account. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Understand. So,
1: so it's all month to month. Whether we're talking personal credit repair uh, or or the business credit program, it's it just didn't
0: make sense to do it that way. Wow. Well, I can tell you, audience, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be putting information on our blog. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me about business credit masters, and it'll have some links on there. Click on the links, and if if you do nothing else, just send an inquiry to Heath and his people, and let them take a look. Let them contact you. Take a look. Um, I can tell you, I've been talking with Heath for, what, I guess about nine months now? Yeah, I think and, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been about nine months. And I my company is set up with him, um, and I can tell you, I can attest, he does what he says he does. Um, I've already had uh, net 30 accounts hit. I've ordered supplies. I paid the bill. And I'm ready to move into my next phase of the program. So I'm going to put some links on, the, on our blog where you can click. Click on these links and submit an inquiry and, and get in touch with them. If you, if you, not just if you have a business or you want to start a business, but also in your personal credit. This is stuff that we've been talking about. Credit is key. If you don't have the credit, you're gonna, you're pretty much on a sinking ship because cash is, cash is so volatile, and we see the way things are going around the country. So I'm going to put that stuff on. Um, Heath, is there anything else you want to share about business credit masters?
1: You know, I think that it's important that uh – that, that everybody understands that our business is focused around what your business does, because each business is different. So when we're looking at financing options moving down the road, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense to tell us what your big plans are. Tell us what you're really looking to do beyond Visa and Mastercard accounts. Are you wow. Are you getting into a manufacturing type of setup where you're going to need a big piece of equipment to build or make the product that you're trying to make? Right. Or are you trying to promote a website and you need advertising money in the long haul? What what is it that you really need to do and I want folks to think about that so that when they talk to us they can tell us more. We do offer the credit program to establish all the way through Visa and Mastercard accounts, but I need to know what you need after that. Because wow. I've got folks, I've got construction companies that have been with me for 2 and 3 and 4 years, manufacturing exactly. companies. Every time they come through, they need something, you know, if you need to buy a bulldozer, that's what you exactly. need to tell me. And that's those are the types of things that we can that we can take a look at on a on a client by client basis.
0: Well, that's very interesting because you're actually basically enticing the business owner to think beyond a credit card. What is it that you want to do in your business? And that I can tell you, you got me thinking over here because uh, eventually, I want to buy this 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 big truck for the company. And it's going to be, I can tell you now, put it out on the air, it's going to be the legally still show truck. And what we're going to do, it's going to be for our live remotes as we go out to different places. Um, but I saw one of these trucks down at the Super Bowl, and it's probably, with all the equipment and everything on it, because I want to have satellite hook up the whole nine yards, it's probably going to run me about a hundred to $120,000. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that you need to know. That can actually, as we're working through the program and building the company's credit, these are directions that we can go in. Correct?
1: That's correct, and that's why we want to know because if we're if we're taking a look at a purchase like that, then we know what the lending criteria is to get you into a loan that size. Wow. So now we're gonna now we're gonna look at where the personal credit is, whether or not it has to be involved. <laughs> we're gonna look at getting some vendor quotes for similar vehicles, what kind of blue book mm-hmm. value there is on them. How much the equipment is going to cost to install, and okay. laying out a, a plan for you to be able to do that without spending an arm and a leg, and without getting into a loan that's too heavy to cover.
0: Wow, wow! I mean, you're, you're actually telling me some stuff, and I I thought I was a pretty learned guy, you? but uh, <laughs> you think I learn you know, new things you. every
1: day. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: thank you for coming on my show and you know sure. rooting me up out of my seat. I appreciate that. That's that's no problem, <laughs> but no, that's,
1: <laughs>
0: no, that's very good. And listen, audience, I want you to, I want you to contact Heath. Like I said, I'm gonna have some information up on our blog, and you're gonna be surprised at the cost. You really are. I'm not gonna tell you because I want you to go and take a look at it. But you're gonna be surprised at the cost that that he he and his company has implemented to actually help you get you to where you need to go. So definitely stay tuned. Heath, listen, I really enjoyed it, and I hope to have you back on the show live in the upcoming future where people can actually call in and talk to you and throw out questions and concerns uh, to you. So I hope you accept my offer to be back on the show.
1: Oh, I look forward to it.
0: Well, I tell you, Heath, it's been great. How's the weather in Colorado, by the way?
1: You know, it's uh, when, the, when the weather changes here, when we go from April to summer, it always gets wet. So you might get up in the morning, and it's sunny out, but by the time you hit the road, it's hailing. And yeah. then after the hail's gone, <laughs> after the hail dries up, the sun comes back out, and then it rains in the afternoon. But wow. it's getting nice. It, it's getting nice. It's better than snow.
0: Well, listen. If you ever want to come down south over to uh, Florida, hit me up. Let me know because we are hot. We are at about ninety. <laughs> Bad. it it is smoking over here, and the humidity is not helping. <laughs> well, well, he's listen again. I appreciate having you on the show, um, and I look again. I look to I look forward to having you back again, so we can talk more about this. This is going to be an ongoing subject, that... Uh, the Legally Steel Show is going to be talking about throughout the year because I think it is something that is so very important for the, the individual as well as for the businesses.
1: It really is. I mean, everybody's got, everybody has credit. Um, it's, it's not. A, there's nothing overnight about understanding it. And as things change, you want to stay on the cutting edge of, of what's going to help you and what's going to hurt you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Heath, listen, enjoy your weekend, and I will be in touch with you soon. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Well, there you have it. Um, having him on the show, and like I said, we're going to make this an ongoing, ongoing affair because this is something that you need to know about. As we, as I've been talking over the last few months or so about changing some of the way you do things, credit is more, more than ever going to become the staple of how you transact business. Money is going to go away, and and credit is going to stay around. Well, the thing that you need to ask yourself is, where do you want to be when that change happens? If you don't have credit, you're going to be in a bad fix. Um, and if you do have credit, you're going to want to maintain that credit. Now, I, have, I know people that are on both ends of the spectrums or both ends of the spectrum, uh, with terrible credit and those that have excellent credit. But what you have to be aware of, those that are on the bottom end of the scale, there's always room for improvement. And it's about discipline. That's all it's about, discipline. And those people that that are on the top of the scale, you have the discipline. You just have to maintain it. Don't do anything crazy. Don't do anything outside the norm to mess your credit up. So we're going to have Heath back on um, in the upcoming future, and I want him on live. We just have to coordinate the schedules. But once we have him on live, you'll have an opportunity to call in and ask any questions you may have. And, of course, you can always pick it up on the blog. Uh, everything that we do on the show, we immediately have it over there on the blog. And, of course, that's bit.ly slash so capital L, capital S, capital S, blog. Go there now um, and click on the link. If you're interested in improving your credit or um, in, in improving your business credit or starting business credit, go there now. And I can tell you, um, I started the program with Heath probably – about two months ago, and since that time, I have increased my company's credit. I've been able to purchase products and supplies on a net 30, and basically a net 30 is the company will send it out to you, and you can pay for it later, so I've been able to do that, and like I said, now I'm getting ready to go into the second round of credit for the company, and that's actually getting store credit cards in the company's name this has nothing to do with my social security number so if the business fails the business fails I, I have nothing to do with it i'm just the signer for the company i sign for the company and that's it so next we are working on uh building and getting credit cards visas MasterCards for the company and believe me if your business owner and you don't have credit. You know how hard it can be to run a cash-only business or use your personal credit. So these are things that you definitely want to tune in Check them out. Um, like I said, they don't pressure you. Give them a call to see what they can do for you. But if you're in a situation where you need it, I advise you to go for it. You go to our blog. You can click on the links, and you can go in from there. Um, this week, I told you before the recording, before we did the interview, that it's been an interesting week. Our press release press release went out nationwide nationwide this week, and we are all across the country, and the book is out. The negotiating experience is now out. So it is an official book. It's not a concept anymore. it's in print. And remember, we're going to be doing a segment on that and talking about some of the parts of the book because I want you to inquire at your credit union about getting copies of the negotiating experience. We're going to be targeting certain credit unions along the East coast, um, of course, from Georgia to New York, and then we're going to spread out to the West coast. But if you're listening to the show and you want a copy of the book, contact your credit union and tell them about the negotiating experience and why they should have it with them. If you're thinking about buying a car, that's just one piece of it. But the other side of the book is it tells you about sticking with the credit union over the conventional financing. So there are different things, different parts of the book that will weigh to your benefit and make it worthwhile for you to have. So those are things, little things like that uh, that I want to bring to you on a weekly basis. And so you will stay a a apart. Or up the breast, uh, breast. Listen, guys, I am suffering right now. My sinuses are killing me. I really sound stuffy, and I wanted to bring you that show. And we're going to gear up next week's show. Um, stay tuned to your to the blog as well as to the tweets. You can find us on uh, Legally Steal, and that's on Twitter. And of course, we're Legally Steal on Facebook. But stay tuned to that. We're going to have updates of the upcoming show for this weekend. But I'm going to sign off now because I don't want to go to coughing and sniffling on the air and turn you off. So thank you again for tuning in, and I look forward to talking to you next Saturday. Peace.